That was the end of a spooky season episode. How sad. I love Halloween. That's a real spooky season. Election season. <laughs> <laughs> Back at it again. <laughs> so much has happened since the last episode. Yeah, so much has Cause happened. Because I remember, like, right before we went to record, there was, like, that news about one of Trump's aides had um, tested positive for corona. So now I was going to joke. I don't think I ever included it, but I was going to, I was like, when the recording, in the original recording, I had gone, yeah. I, we had talked about something like, aha, like, next time we'll know if, like, Trump got corona. And like Trump got Corona, and then like all Literally. those White House people got, and like yeah. the second debate stuff, crazy. And my brother got That's... COVID. Oh yeah. As we have been going on doing this like every other week thing, I feel like the every other week has been getting longer and longer. Like I feel like we haven't recorded in forever. Yeah. And I was just thinking back about like everything that happened. I was like, it feels so much longer than like two weeks. Mm-hmm. I guess we can just get right into it. Okay, so basically, I was thinking we could just go down this article. Politico had this six things to know about Gen Z politics in 2020, and I mm-hmm. thought we could just discuss it. So the first one says that Gen Z is driven by anti-Trump backlash. It says that 66% disapprove of the job that Trump's done, whereas mm-hmm. only 28% approve. Yeah. Which I feel like that makes sense. That one's not that shocking. Um, but I thought the second one where it says Gen Z is not is still not fully sold on Biden and the Democrats was mm-hmm. interesting because like even in the US alone, with like everyone, not just Gen Z, like there's more people that identify as like um conservative than like liberal. But then like, mm-hmm. you know, like Hillary Clinton still won like the popular vote. So but I can yeah. see how like our generation is not really fully sold on like the whole biden harris yeah because like because for me personally what's what's so what's selling me more is like personality wise and i know like people tell me like you shouldn't take in the consideration of personality i was like why would we not like yeah. but both of them like whenever like a trump supporter comes up to me and has like been trying to convince me of trump not being a like raging b-hole like they'll like bring up the stuff like biden has done like i always tell him i'm like i don't like biden either dude i just think he's like his policies in general are gonna be better than what trump's are and what what he's done like i don't think i feel like half of gen z none of us were gonna vote for biden yeah that's he just true. happened to be the main the be the candidate that's for the democrats right now like the primary choices were like gen z was not in favor of not biden. in favor of biden at all but um he just so happened to be what most people think that it's going to get yeah, elected. But, like, what about Biden do you think that, like, young people don't like as much as, like, say, like, Warren or Bernie? I just think, I feel like a lot, this is kind of a negative trait of, like, Gen Z people. I feel like, and I don't want to say, it, like, our views right now are too radical, but I feel like, um, like, a lot of Gen Z people think that, like, the the, the path that, like, Biden wants to take isn't like radical enough, like liberally or like what? How do I say it? Isn't isn't radical enough in like socially? Yeah, socially. Like, yeah. Cons- like you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that's like something that's pretty crazy because like Biden is like way more, his policies are like way more progressive than like Obama's were, and that was only like ten years ago. It's kind of like you open like Pandora's box when like you start considering like Bernie. Mm-hmm. 
then like Biden has to be able to convince those like people that he's like the candidate for them too. Yeah, so I can see that. <sighs> yeah. All right, what about Harris? Hi, Jay. <laughs> I'm just like I know I exactly her. what to ask. Actually. I hate her. Like I, she just she's just the shadiest person. Like I think. I've like I dislike like her. Actually, no, I'm not gonna say that. I was gonna say I dislike her more than I dislike Trump, but I'm not gonna say that because. And I think you really yeah. like show what a lot of like Gen Z feels about, especially that character. Because like Biden's just like okay, like he's old, but like Kamala's supposed to be like the more like progressive and like, mm-hmm. and like also like Biden's things are a lot like they talk about the crime bill, but that that was in like 1980, mm-hmm. nine or eight or something. But then like. Kamala's things are like from like 2014 or like 2017 like Like for her to try to turn around and then try to seem like she wants like she's the good guy Mm -hmm. and concerned of these issues it's just it it yeah like the the whole like what was happening right whenever she was picked with like the whole policing Mm -hmm. um protests and stuff like that so and then I think they kind of missed it because and also, like, I feel like people aren't really talking about it as much, but, like, the whole policing record of, like, Kamala. And I think that was something that you really brought up to me. And that's always on, like... Yeah, because Nichols is very confused if I hate her guts so much. Yeah, I think that's something that, like, was not even considered because there were so many, like, primary candidates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that didn't come out during the primaries, is basically what I'm saying. I'm one of the gentle people who still like Biden as much as I'm, like, I'm going to vote for him. Like, I'm still not, like, hopefully he executes some of his plans. Because I do like some of his things yeah. that he's trying to implement. So hopefully he actually goes through with it. Yeah, my main thing about Biden is that, well, first of all, I was going to say, like, Gen Z, I feel like we don't really, like, forgive as easily. And I think that largely mm-hmm. comes because we've seen, like, so many of these, like, Me Too movements. And just think they're, like, really exposed. You can really, like, dig up these like past details unlike ever before and then of course like spread faster due to like social media so I feel like we're like less likely to forgive and I feel like that's why like the whole crime bill thing with Joe Biden but at least like Joe Biden has like shown that he can like change you know especially with his like views to like LGBTQ people and just like obviously his policies that push more progressive so I think that's Mm -hmm. like the that's like my reasoning but you're also voting Mm -hmm. and I'm not voting so yeah (laughs) number three is gen z is less certain to vote and like i feel that to be honest with you like i i i want to like do my part and and like have my vote count because you know every vote counts but i just seeing like what what goes on i'm just like i i i just wish that my vote was going towards someone that i 100 percent like want to be in office that makes sense but then they said Gen Z is 46% absolutely certain that they're going to vote. But then of Gen registered Z registered voters, voters is 78%, which is pretty high, actually. It's pretty high, though, But, yeah. like, there's always been – that's the whole thing that, like, younger generations tend to not vote as much. Uh-huh. And I think that's really going to, like, be a change. Because I think, like, more people are going to vote in general. Like, you've seen the lines at the early vote. Yeah. I mean, voting has already started, but, like uh-huh. – um, But that, that one below it where it says, I don't like – Agree or disagree? I don't like Joe Biden or Donald Trump enough to vote in the presidential election. Third. Oh, that's a real. Yeah. Yeah, thirty-nine percent of people said they strongly disagree with that statement. Yeah. Which I think is so, good because, like, even though they they're not certain that they want to vote for either one of them, they're still gonna vote. They're still gonna vote. Yeah. Um. 
I feel like we've talked about this. A l- Actually, I feel like there might be another thing we could talk about this with, so I'm not going to say it yet. <laughs> this one says, they have quotes at the bottom, and it says, both candidates are extremely terrible. Joe Biden must be more <laughs> left in order for me to vote for him. Any old blue mm. just won't do. See, that's the thing. Like, like the only reason, like, from what I've seen, at least, the, literally the only reason that Joe Biden has gotten, like, the, the like, what's it called? What's the name for it? Like, the system? progressive? No, 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 like. Like, Bernie's vote? No, like, why he's the person, like, oh, oh. the Democratic Because <laughs> we're so Temple. terrified that Donald was going to win again. Yeah, that's the only reason, because we knew that, like, some conservative people might think that uh, Biden or, or um, sorry, what am I saying, Biden? Sorry. You might think that Sanders or Warren are too left, and they're like, no, I'm not going to, I don't want to give up my yeah. whatever, because they're going to be president. So that's literally, like, we're trying, I feel like we're trying to ease into going more into a... Mm-hmm leftist thing and i don't know i mean his views are pretty left compared to like the past yeah in comparison yeah but like also still like, yeah but like compared to bernie he's obviously just gonna look like a moderate mm-hmm. and i'm also just scared in general like not just like if he wins again but just like wh- what happens if he doesn't lose because we all know that there's been a lot of things said about what would be done if he doesn't so like i'm worried or if about he doesn't win happen. yeah yeah if he doesn't win yeah yeah. I'm just worried in general. Yeah, I definitely so. think that there's gonna be like, it, there's gonna be a little bit of like uncertainty because they said that they're, they don't think that they're gonna have a decision or a, like a, in stone like decision by the end of election day because they had to count like the mail-ins, and some mm-hmm. states don't let them count the mail-ins until like election day, so I think yeah. that those are gonna be a couple of like weird days. Yeah. Probably gonna be pretty I tense, know. but. So number five says that Gen Z is highly supportive of protests. Um, the stat is forty. Uh, sorry, sixty-three percent of people uh, support protests in general. Sixty-eight percent Black Lives Matter. Sixty-one percent protesters. I don't know how that's different than protests, but and then thirty-nine percent support police. Yeah. Oh, protest against police. I guess that is protesters oh it's like oh. i guess people who support protesters, people who support the police type of thing. oh got it okay so most people support um the protesters the protesters yeah 49 percent. okay that makes sense yeah because 6138 yeah i feel like that's um, true yeah like i i feel like i've only met like a handful of people that i surround that i've surrounded myself with that don't support like protest not to go off on a tangent but i just never understood how people, not to like gener- generalize, but most of the time it's like conservatives. Yeah. Conservatives, conservatives who like for some reason don't like protests and peaceful protests, but as soon, when, soon as someone talks about their guns, it's a problem as if those aren't both constitutional rights that we should be equally fighting for. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like protesting um, is like American. <laughs> like it's been happening since like. How like America was made. Yeah, since like literally. the Declaration of Independence was signed and before that. Yeah. And it's just it's funny to see how when the protests isn't going towards something that they like, it's a problem. Speaking of protests, did you see that <laughs> video of what's her face? The senator lady that's getting what's it called? Which one? Not the senator, sorry, the judge. Oh, Amy Comey Barrett. Yeah, Amy. What about it? Um, how they asked her, they just asked her like offhand, like, uh, what are the <laughs> what is all in the first amendment and she couldn't remember all of them. 
And the one that she didn't remember was protest, the right to protest. And I was like, that's kind of funny. Huh? That's the one that she didn't remember, right? <laughs> I did not see but, that, but yeah. I'll have to see that. Yeah, it was funny. I laughed. She was all like, religion, speech. Um, and she was like, yeah, she was religion, speech, press, protest. But something else, like, uh, even, like, the Black Lives Matter is, like, the highest one in support there. Like, I think I see mm-hmm. that, too. And I think that kind of goes hand in hand with, like, misinformation, which is number six. But we can just, like, start talking about it now. And basically what I was going to say is, like, that whole, like, that Black Lives Matter is, like, Antifa is, like, mm-hmm. was all started because of, like, false information. Yeah. And I feel like we're just, like, not as, like, we're, like, more prone to, like, see that that's like not true you know what i mean yeah like like gen z is more prone to see that like that's not a true statement yeah or just like news in general like isn't yeah we do our research on things and we understand like we get a deeper understanding of things before we just start making statements about stuff yeah Um, that generation it's not like boomers it's like a little bit under baby boomers where it's like Gen X, I guess it is. It's like oh, you're right. It's not Z, we're Gen Z. It's like it's sixty X, year olds yeah. to like forty five year olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like they tend to like be the ones that you always see like for this QAnon stuff. Yeah. Um, but in, back to we'll talk about that later. But the whole Black Lives Matter thing. So our senator had like a debate with a candidate because, like, you know, of course he's up for re-election too, and like he was saying, they're like, "Do you support Black Lives Matter?" And the Democratic one was like, yes. And then the Republican one that's like incumbent right now was like, I support, I think all African-American lives matter. So I feel like that is like, he's like part of the generation like that's like just so easily like. Influenced by like, stuff that he doesn't understand, I guess. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah, know. yeah. like it takes like two seconds to realize what the Black Lives Matter movement actually means and there, you can, there's always going to be people that are, like, against things that are going to try to paint it in the worst light as possible. And it's up to you to, like, actually do your research and realize what's right and what's not right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of like when you see those videos of, like, people, like, breaking into the Walmart. And I feel like our generation is like, well, that's obviously not, like, what Black Lives Matter is. Yeah. Because, like, we know, like, we know, like, the leaders of, like, Black Lives Matter, even if we don't know them by name, like, we follow them on, like, social media and stuff. And they're, like, actively, like, mm-hmm. denouncing that. Whereas, like, yeah. the f- people who are, like, of that older generation tend to be a little bit more, like, Republican. So then in their, like, news feed, they just have, like, Fox News stuff. <laughs> Which, mm-hmm. so you're not going to see, like, like, it's different seeing, just hearing, like, oh, yeah, like, bl- the Black Lives Matter, like, movement denounced it. Whereas, like, you see, like, in your feed, like, a Black Lives Matter, like, organizer saying, like, we are not part of this. You know what I mean? It's just like a different connection. Yeah, we can talk about it. We can continue talking about it. If you want to say the sixth okay, one, because it's the same thing. Oh. Um, it's, the sixth one is Gen Z gets news mainly from social media. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. That's true. Yeah. That's very much true. But I feel like when people hear that statement, they always think of it in a bad way. Mm-hmm. When I feel like it's honestly very much helped us, like, get more information. And like I said earlier, like, understand what's going on in the world and how certain things impact like other things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think a lot of what you get wrong, if you just read that headline is that like, they'll get, you'll get your news like from like on Twitter, let's say you'll see something's trending. So you like read a couple of tweets about it, but then most likely you'll like also click on like a news article too. Like, yeah. It's not like you're just reading I, like 180 characters or it's not 100. It's like 270 characters of like news a day. <laughs> 
and like yeah no I always find myself like when I do those like I always find myself like getting to because most of them spur off of like these trends spur off of articles that have happened yeah or like or news like articles or sorry yeah. news like segments so then you like watch the news yeah. segment so you're kind of consuming yeah. traditional like news anyway like i feel like older people like to be like oh they're just getting from, like social media like we're like just having like influencers giving us the news and like that's not how it is yeah i don't know i just feel like like me but i also i also like i'm one of those people who like mainly get my news specifically from twitter like i'm always on twitter yeah i'd say that's um, me too yeah like i don't like what we were saying, like it's about. I feel like it's it's just not a bad thing at all. Like it's honestly a really positive thing. Like, because I feel like with Twitter, while it's gonna be biased, you're getting biases from both sides. You know what I mean? Like you're actively seeing both sides as you scroll down the feed. Yeah, that's what I like about it too. Is that like at the top is always like the trending article, of course, yeah. and then you get to see like from both sides. So I feel like you're less trapped in like yeah. your own like like if you only watch Fox News then you're only going to believe like what Fox News believes. If you only watch MSNBC you're only going to believe what like MSNBC yeah. wants you to like listen to. Yeah, Twitter like I've seen it cuz there's certain things where I've been like, yeah, I agree with that, but I'm like, but I also agree with that and like it can be like two different points and I'm like I probably wouldn't have gotten that if I just watched CNN and they started talking about something. Yeah, which I think is good. And then also I was just going to say like a lot of those there's like these new like there's like a Republican version of twitter or sorry a conservative version of like twitter and facebook and i think that's like worse than like twitter itself because at least like on twitter you can see like both sides and like Mm -hmm. sure they have to take off like the most extreme views because like those are probably harmful but like most of most of america is like extreme on Mm -hmm. either side i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing yeah, no, I feel like it's very good. Like, I'm very happy that we grew up in an age where we can, well, because, like, you always are going to think about the negative things of social media and how it can impact people's, like, mental health and everything. But I feel like it also does a lot of good, like, a lot, a lot of good. I also don't log in when I use Twitter. Oh. See, I use um, my, like, Stan Twitter account. So most of the time I don't get, mm-hmm. like, all the negative stuff. It just shows up on my trending. So, like, um. Yeah, it kind of, it helps me separate it a little bit. Yeah, and it's just nice because then you don't, it doesn't, like, tell you what, it doesn't try to, like, predict what, you just get, like, vanilla Twitter. Oh, yeah, vanilla Twitter, okay. But I was just saying how, like, I really like not logging into Twitter because then I get, like, vanilla Twitter. Like, I don't get my own version of Twitter where it shows me, like, what it thinks I like. So then I get more of, like, just a balance from each side. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. Maybe I'll try that one day. 10 out of 10, do you recommend? That's how I feel about Reddit, because I don't really follow any, like, what are they called? How do I have subreddits? Follow, is it following a subreddit? Is that the term? Yeah. I don't really follow any subreddits. Oh, I, think you so join, I think you join a subreddit. Oh, yeah, I'm not joined to any subreddit, so I don't really get, like, certain content. So I just get, like, yeah. the basic stuff. Just, like, show me. Uh, how do you feel about the statement, reminder that of? This is on Claudia Conway's Twitter right now, but it says a reminder that a third party vote is a vote for Trump. Don't feed into the fire. We must get him out. I am com- com- compelling my young audience, if you can, to vote. Okay, that doesn't matter. How do you feel about the whole third party? Is- I, I've, I'm happy that I saved what I was going to say earlier for now because this is literally what I want to talk about. I hate, <laughs> I hate the two party system. I hate it. I hate it with yeah, everything. Me too. In because I, it just, it just puts people in a position of like, of the position of this, of like, 
like legit if you vote for a third they're not going to win they're not yeah so if you're voting for a third party your vote is just being wasted and it shouldn't you shouldn't feel like your vote is being wasted when you're like using your right to like vote like you know what i mean yeah like i like how i think they do this in vermont for like the primaries but they have like ranked choice voting so you can vote for like yeah yeah so you can vote for like if you like um like if you like i don't know like warren number one and then like if you like bernie two so then like you don't feel like you have to like only yeah yeah. and like then it's not like you're voting i I can't put this into words but like you know what i mean like it's like if you're gonna have a pizza party at school and they say um everyone choose what their first choice is but if we can't have that choose what you would like instead yeah Oh, yeah, kind of like what you said there. Like, it's like your vote isn't... You don't feel like your vote is wasted. Yeah, because it's not. Because it's still going to go towards something that you still support if, yeah. if the first choice doesn't go through. And I feel like that would be better because, like, I feel like a lot of people, like, that vote third party agree more with the third party's viewpoint, but they still agree with, like, one or the other. So they're going to mm-hmm. go for third party, but they still, like, would be fine if the other person's vote, like, if their vote goes to the other person. So, like in these cases, like, if they wanted to vote for Joe and they wanted to vote for other Joe, like, they could do that. And it wouldn't be, like, their vote isn't just not counting or whatever, but... Or, like, vote for Joe and then vote for Trump. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And the weird thing is that, like, like, both candidates... Well, not Bernie... uh, Not Biden, but Bernie, like, could totally run as an independent and, like, Trump could totally run as, like, an independent because they're both, like, on the Mm -hmm. fringes of their party. Yeah. Like, Trump was, like, a Democrat for, like, a couple years. He was, no, like, a registered like Democrat. Too, like, it's crazy. Like, go back and look at some of the stuff that Trump, like, said and, like, agreed on back in the day. And yeah. Weird. He just he, he just flip-flops a lot, though. Like, now, I'm, like, politics have changed a lot, but, like, still, like, above, what's his name? Bernie was, like, an independent, and then he chose to run as a Democrat. Yeah. So, that's just, like, the proof that, like, we don't need the two-party system. Mm-hmm. Should we do another episode or like a short like discussion after the results about how we yeah, feel? Yeah, we could. That'd be we cool. Okay. Um, but it probably won't come out until. Yeah, we could just do like a short episode. Yeah, you know I'm saying because like the, our next one after that won't be until the 12th, so I feel like it'll be up. Or the 15th. Oh yeah, the recording. Yeah. Yeah. They'll have the results. No, 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 no. Yeah, like. Like they'll probably have the results by like Saturday, so like the 7th. Yeah, so I'm saying we, should so we do can like, do we can record that. Yeah. Yeah, just a little spicy. A little. And uh, this article is really interesting that that we pulled the little statistics from. It's Uh called Six Things to Know About Gen Z Politics in 2020. And I'll put a link in the in the thingy. The box down below. If you want to check it out more. But yeah, next episode is gonna be on November 1st. So Um, happy Halloween. Oh, I love Halloween. you have anything you want to send us you can send it to the email in the description or you can send us a voice message to anchor.fm slash minor problems and it may be used in the show also follow our social medias our instagram is minor.pod and our twitter is minor underscore pod for updates tweets and fun stuff